class. Happy Friday. Let's finish up Las Papas. All right. Okay, welcome back. It's Mr. Gaines. Um, hope you enjoyed your day off from Esperanza. We'll pick up where we left off. Um, page 173. A few nights before Christmas, Esperanza helped Isabel make a yarn doll for Sylvia while the others went to a camp meeting. Ever since Esperanza had taught Isabel how to make the, the dolls, it seemed there was a new one born each day and monas of every color now sat in a line on their pillow. Sylvia will be so surprised, said Isabel. She has never had a doll before. We'll make some clothes for it, too, said Esperanza. What was Christmas like at El Rancho de las Rosas? Isabel never tired of Esperanza's stories about her previous life. Esperanza stared up at the ceiling, searching her memories. Mama decorated with advent wreaths and candles. Papa set up the nativity on a bed of moss in the front hall. And Hortensia cooked for days. There were empanadas filled with meat and sweet raisin tamales. You would have loved how Abuelita decorated her gifts. She used, she used dried grapevines and flowers instead of ribbons. On Christmas Eve, the house was always filled with laughter and people calling out, Feliz Navidad! Later, we went to the Catedral and sat with hundreds of people and held candles during midnight mass. Then we came home in the middle of the night, still smelling of incense from the church, and drank warm atole de chocolate and opened our gifts. Isabel sucked in her breath and gushed. What kind of gifts? I, I can't remember, said Esperanza, braiding the yarn doll's legs. All I remember is being happy. Then she looked around the room as if, she, as if seeing it for the first time. One of the table legs was uneven and had to be propped by a piece of wood so it wouldn't wiggle. The walls were patched and peeling. The floor was wood plank and splintery and no matter how much she swept, it never looked clean. The dishes were chipped and the blankets frayed, and no amount of beating could remove their musty smell. Her other life seemed like a story she had read in a book a long time ago, Un Cuento de Hadas, a fairy tale. She could see the illustrations in her mind, the Sierra Madre, El Rancho de las Rosas, and a carefree young girl running through the vineyard but now, sitting in this cabin, the story seemed as if for some as if for about some other girl, someone Esperanza didn't know anymore. What do you want for Christmas this year? asked Isabel. I want Mama to get well. I want more work. And she stared at her hands and took a deep breath. After three weeks of potato eyes, they were dried and cracked from the starch that had soaked through her gloves. I want soft hands. 
What do you want, Isabel? Isabel looked at her with big doe eyes and said, This is easy. I want anything. Esperanza nodded and smiled. Admiring the completed doll, she handed it to Isabel, whose eyes, as usual, were excited. They went to bed, Isabel in her cot and Esperanza in the bed that she and Mama had slept in. She turned toward the wall, yearning for the holidays of her past, and repeated what was becoming a nightly ritual of silent tears. She didn't think anyone ever knew that she cried herself to sleep until she felt Isabel patting her back. Esperanza, don't cry again. We will sleep with you if you want. We? She turned toward Isabel, who was holding the family of yarn dolls. Esperanza couldn't help but smile and lift the covers. Isabel slid inside beside Isabel slid in beside her, arranging the dolls between them. Esperanza stared into the dark. Isabel had nothing, but she also had everything. Esperanza wanted what she had. She wanted so few worries that something as simple as a yarn doll would make her happy. On Christmas Day, Esperanza walked up the front steps of the hospital while Alfonso waited in the truck. A couple passed her carrying gifts wrapped in shiny paper. A woman hurried by carrying a poinsettia plant and wearing a beautiful red wool coat with a rhinestone Christmas tree pinned to the, pinned to the lapel. Esperanza's eyes riveted on the coat and the jewelry. She wished she could give Mama a warm red coat and a pin that sparkled. She thought of the gift she had in her pocket. It was nothing more than a small, smooth stone that she had found in the fields while weeding potatoes. The doctor had moved Mama to a ward for people with long-term illnesses. There were only four other people on the floor, and the patients were spread out. Their occupied beds scattered among the rows of bare mattresses in the long room. Mama slept and didn't wake, even to say hello. Nevertheless, Esperanza sat next to her, crocheted a few rows of the blanket, and told Mama about the sheds and Isabel and the strikers. She told her that Lupe and Pepe could almost walk now, and that Miguel thought that Papa's roses showed signs of growth. Mama didn't wake to say goodbye either. Esperanza tucked the blanket around her, hoping that the color from the blanket would slowly seep into Mama's cheeks. She put the stone on the night table and kissed Mama goodbye. Don't worry. I will take care of everything. I will be la patrona for the family now.